Good evening, everybody. It is now 5.38 p.m. This is Nocturnal Zone. I am Simon B. Ziff, your first co-host of Nocturnal Zone. My second co-host, Brianna, will be on here. My co-host, Brianna, will be on later on. Um, and by the time you see this podcast, it will be... What's it called? It will be... The 30th of April, and we will be about a month in again. We will, this will be, it'll be uh, the next month after a day later. So um, I think it's important to note that and that <clears throat> unfortunately, this is we we have to start out on a grim note because because we have more deaths due to coronavirus. Um, we had another major death recently, and um, I will tell you right now who it is. We. Um, Alan Davio, 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 whatever, how you pronounce the name, uh, the, Alan Davio died of coronavirus at 77 recently, um, you would know him as the cinematographer for, We would know Alan Davio as the cinematographer for E.T. He was the cinematographer who did E.T., Extraterrestrial, you know, everyone's all-time favorite movie, I'm sure. Uh, the current statistics for coronavirus, personally, however, we currently have global confirmed cases of 3,142,942 and a total deaths of 218,564 but deaths have been reported and 948,545 uh, recoveries have been reported the confirmed cases in the US are soaring they are currently 1,015,289 total death and 52,529 total recovered. Um, no, the total deaths are 58,529 and the total recovered are 115,955. The United States economy has shrunk and that is, this is another scary thing. The United States economy has shrunk 4.8% in 4.8% in the first quarter and the biggest contraction since, that is the biggest contraction since 2008. That's something we have to pay attention to. Uh, Boeing says it will lay off 10% of employees after posting first quarter loss. Another major update. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom says California may be weeks away from reopening parts of economy next academic year could start early. That is a very bad decision because we're not going to have a vaccine for quite a while and releasing opening up any part of the country around September is going to get more people to be infected. The reason why there aren't as many deaths as there could be is because people are in the house, are staying home. If people start going out again, they're going to, they could be carriers and they could go out and give it to other people. You know, we have, this is another example of how badly the, the situation is being handled. Uh, California is, I believe, the third person, the third state to say they're going to open. Uh, this first, there was Florida, the go governor DeSantis and his stupidity opening up Florida, uh, the beaches at least. 
there's the governor of Texas who thinks that it's okay to open again, even though we're still not out of the virus. And then, oh God, and then the governor of, or the mayor of Las Vegas is opening up Las Vegas. And that is a very poor decision because she's opening up one of the most jam-packed places in the country. That You realize how many people are going to be infected by that? It's in the millions now. But more people are going to be infected if we, if we open up places up before they have a vaccine widely available. I, that is something we really need to be aware of. And, you know, that's part of what we're going to be talking about in the podcast um, that we're releasing. And I think people need to start being aware of things right now because we are in we are in a dangerous zone right now and this can, this cannot be handled poorly it can't be because if it's handled poorly we're t- we're talking about a massive massive problem Let's let's look at the scope a little bit of how of how bad of a, of a situation uh, these governors are going to put us in if they if they do what they're saying they're going to do. When when you go to a beach, you know how crowded is it usually? Comment on this down below. How how many people do you see on the beach usually? Hundreds, thousands, right? So. Let's think about those hundred thousands of people, those hundred and thousands of people who go to the beaches every day, you know, especially in beaches where they live there. Um, They're walking on sand. Sand is still a surface. So that sand can be, can carry coronavirus. So if people were already carriers and they step on that sand and thousands of people do that, we're talking about thousands of people who are contracting that this disease from that sand you know and I'm, I, what do people normally wear with at the beach they're they're half naked right they're half naked on the beach usually right so what happens when they sh- they share the water right what happens what if the water can carry it too the ocean can carry it. what happens if they if they get from that too we're looking at a major disaster that's brewing based off only based off handling coronavirus improperly you know currently we're we have someone who's handling it like a little again like a little child holding a firecracker and it's gonna blow up on all of us you know and then that what everything we do now is going to shape what this world looks like after coronavirus is gone whatever that may be i'm not saying i'm not gonna i'm not one of those news i'm we're not one of those news people who are going to give you false hope and and say it's all going to be over in March or it's all going to be over in September you know we're not we're not we're not the kind of podcast that is going to tell you about that we're telling you cold hard truth and the cold hard truth is this can last a long long time that is the cold hard truth Now, I know people don't want to hear the truth because they're afraid of the coronavirus. We're not saying you have to be afraid of it. We're simply saying that, you know, that don't 
be under the illusion that a lot of politicians are trying to give you that it's gonna last it's gonna be gone soon because that illusion is nothing but detrimental you know and Brianna will tell you the same thing that we need really what the real situation is right now this currently in this current time is we need to be realistic realistically a vaccine won't be created for 18 months because they need to do they need to do 12 months of research the 18 months is is fast for for a vaccine already normally vaccines would take two to three years to produce but they're pushing it to eight to 18 months that the, that is literally the best they can do they haven't even found a created a suitable lab experiment yet they're really just in the research area of it you know and I think people really need to start like realizing this is this is a problem you know this is this is not just gonna go away like like that this is gonna last and we need we what we need to do is we need to outlast it that is that is the situation we we find ourselves in we need to outlast it and we can't do that if people have the false idea of it or people are led to believe that this and they're and they're let out of their houses on the beach no less where they can infect thousands of people. You know, this isn't this isn't like this is this isn't like a hurricane where it's gonna blow over us and go somewhere else. No, this is a thing that's gonna keep spreading if we don't handle it properly. Let's talk about why all this is a problem. This is because Monsanto is the world's top producer of GMO seeds, which are designed to, they are, these seeds are designed to only to resist their toxic Roundup that they created. So it's the only crop that can resist it. So what happens when, when, the, when, this, insect, when this insecticide ends up killing other people's crops because theirs can do it? They're directly responsible for poisoning crops. Use mm-hmm. of Roundup, for instance, has increased 15 times since GMOs have been produced. So, increased 15 times. We're, we're talking about something that more farmers had to buy it and their seeds because of the fact that none of their regular seeds could withstand Roundup. Now, pesticides use, pesticide use has has in has in turn increased four, four increased by four hundred and four million pounds since nineteen ninety six when GMOs were introduced. This all comes from greenpeace.org, this part. Um that is again greenpeace.org. Mm-hmm. You're up, Brianna. So what's our first topic today? I said um, the first. We said that the first topic is. I mean, se- is, um, I, I mean, um, second second topic. I'm sorry. Oh, second topic. You mean the second topic yeah. today is going to be, is going to be um. Let's see. Uh, what else? What is one we haven't talked about before? What is the topic we haven't talked about before? Hmm. I want to bring something the, the, new into this. The second topic that we haven't talked about is um, system upgrades of computers, by the way. Let's have l- some technology in this conversation here, okay? Let's yeah. make it a little more positive now. Mm-hmm. You go, you're, you're on this one, Brianna. Okay. So according to my previous computer that I, uh, that I am using at the current moment, it's been lacking of of the internet being so slow due to the coronavirus and whatever, which is stupid. So last week I ordered a, a new PC computer, by the way, and it came into the mail today. So um, I tried a PC computer and it's 10 times better, but I got to boost up the the data on it with the Wi-Fi, which is a lot of information. It's not, it's not only a gaming computer, but it's a Microsoft computer as well. You can log into Facebook, you know, whatever you want. 
Now, when it comes to YouTube, it's 10 times faster than any other casual computer. Let's be real. Because, you know, like yours, for example, Simon, you have, you have a gaming computer and that is 10 times better than any other regular computer in the world. It's also, it's also good for editing videos, too. It's, um, it's an all-around good computer. It's, you know, it's a 900-something gigabytes on it, which is pretty good. Mine has, mine has a thousand gigabytes. Yours has one terabyte. Huh? Yours has one terabyte. A thousand terabyte. Gig, thousand, yeah, a thousand gigabytes equals one terabyte. Yep. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, so I got this today in the mail and I really love it. And I, which, it's which the, brand is it? Your, your same brand that you have. It's the Omen, right? Yeah, that's a great computer. Yeah, so I got it today, and it was it, it was literally customized for me, by the way. So in the edge of the screen, it has it has skulls into it that lights up, by the way, and the um and and the keyboards are color red, and they turn into different colors when I press on each button. It goes from red to black, and then I, and then from there, when I type in, it turns into different colors: red, white and black and blue every color and uh, and then on top of that when i record videos you have no idea how better quality this motherfucker is better quality than any other computer yeah i use it's, one yeah and, and and then on top of that it's legit like an iphone 11 legit the same quality as an iphone the screen is and, powerful too that's a nice screen Oh yeah, the, like it's very adjustable too, and um, I, I mean like screen wise and uh, um, and the quality of the screen, woo! It's it can hurt your eyes. It does. That's I, how, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, and um, and then on top of that, I edited like three scenes today with me and my um and my drummer and the rest of the people from long distance, meaning uh, meaning from New York. So, so wait, Trent, what, what did you do? How did, how did you get the footage? How did I get the footage? Yeah. Um, we we use screen recorded with Zoom. So, so so we did a online um tribute to Randy Rhodes. Oh, you mean which you it, mean that you did a virtual concert? Yeah, it's a virtual concert with three recording scenes into into the computer, oh, and awesome. it's and oh my god, Trent was on drums. Josh was on bass, Eli was on guitar, and I was um and I was on lead guitar, and my girlfriend is is the lead singer. So, yeah, and and we me and her did a massive massive harmonizing duet with a song um, called "Monster" by Skillet. I think and, I'm a monster. Yeah, we did that, and and then from there, um, she like the vocals she does is mainly um the backup vocalist part, but I did the lead vocalist part for for the guy. So, um, after I edited that one, oh my god, we did sound like Skillet for real. We have the same sound, but on different instruments and different uh in different departments of of keyboard, drums, bass, guitar, plus rhythm guitar, plus vocals. We we use chorus, by the way, for the symphonic metal version. So we did a symphonic metal version of Monster, by the way. Mm, that's awesome. And and it's completely good quality. That's how great of a quality this computer is. Like it doesn't static at all. It, it like the the noise doesn't uh, doesn't fade away. It's that's how good it is. So anyway, Brianna, I got I got I got a little a little uh, a little project i have i'm thinking of doing in the middle of in the middle of this if, if you if you and other people would like would like to it's something we can all do remotely too you know just all, all i'm thinking is we have a bunch of people you know recording them having someone else record them looking at the sky that's fine and i hope you know that you just booted me off by being like so anyway no, but anyway, I'm not booing you off. I'm simply saying, you know, I have an idea to do. We can work on. Oh, well, you could have said that. <laughs> yeah, I, have an, I just have an idea that I'm thinking we can work on, you know, d 
to make it make it our first um, nocturnal zone short clip or nocturnal zone short film. Oh yeah, well on top of that, I could be a perfect one for me to uh, to like at least staring at the sky because that's I'm very perfect for that. Yeah, just have one of your because because it's it's, it's as if you heard it, you're hearing a sound or this these horns, these mystical horns playing. You that you don't you're you're amazed. You don't know what's going on, and that's going to be part of part of the short film I'm working on. I'm doing a I'm doing this thing where there's going to be a narrator, which is going to I'm going to have one of I'm going to have my friend Anthony narrate it. Anthony who? Oh, him. I miss him so much. How's he been? Uh, he, I don't know what he's been doing. I have to call him at one point. But I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can have him do a, do, a, do a voiceover. And I'm going to do this sort of cinematic scene where, you know, just, you know, the, the photos are going to be that they're going to be taken are going to be I'd like them to be moving a little bit so that the videos moving a little bit. So it kind of looks it kind of looks like somebody is, oh, you know, that go maybe it's kind of like moves around each person's head as they're looking up. I different, see from different angles, from different places. Like I think about three shots each would be like staring at there because it's like because I've heard that I see I've heard about these mystical these these horn like sounds that play before a storm comes, and I've I've watched videos of them and they're and they're I I think I'm guy I'm making a soundtrack to mimic them. Gotcha. That sounds very interesting. So it's going to be pretty cool, right? Wow, that's that's very interesting. I'm very I'm very interested. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, during the day. Of but be, be, before the before anything, what type of film is it? It's a po- it's a pre apocalyptic short film. Gotcha. The okay. Horns, the horns signify the apocalypse is coming. Okay, gotcha. You know, and so I'm going to be doing this, uh, going to be making this pretty cool, you know, five minute long video, or it's going to be a short film called, it's the whole series I'm putting together is going to be, it's going to be called, you know, Aeronautica or Aeronautica. Yeah, it's going to be called Aeronautica. Uh, the, the first full movie is going to be called, um, it's going to be called Prelude to the Apocalypse. That's so badass. The full one is going to be about 30 minutes long at the end of it. Um, and it's going to be, I intend to, have to put it through, uh, what's it called? Put it through film show, film uh, or film festivals. Yeah, film festivals. Wow. So, you know, I've been working on that and I think it's important everyone who's everyone who's watching this this is a life lesson for you it is important to relish the things that you enjoy while you're while you're locked in your house because if you rel- if you do everything little little things everything you enjoy you will be at mm-hmm. peace you will be at peace if you do that wow yeah that's very true I just entered it. I just entered uh, three poems into a poetry contest, so I'm a little excited. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Because um, what's his face? Um, that reminds me that I uh, I, I already entered my guitar track to Barry's Alive. Um, that because Barry's Alive is a YouTuber, by the way. He does technical death metal. And I entered my track on how I can do technical death metal on a six-string version on my King V guitar, new signature guitar that I have of my own, the VLX number four model. And um, I got a response, like, legit, like, 30 minutes ago before we started the podcast. And and I pre-ordered his, his, um, what is his face, his his, um, new album that's called Fuego. And oh my god, you're not gonna believe what I won from the pre-order. Did win? I won his real signature guitar legator that he that he used for his videos. Wow, what a win! What a win! I was the I was the first person that did a pre-order of the whole stack of ten albums. What a wow! What a win! 
Yeah, so it's on its way right now, and I can't wait until the guitar comes in. It is a seven-string version of the eight-string guitar he mainly uses, and it's a headless guitar as well, Legator, and it has one of um, one of Barry's Alive signature stock pickups on there, and oh my god, I can't wait. It has like a legit kill switch button on there that you can make it sound like dubstep. Mm. Cool. And oh my god, woo, I'm so excited. A freaking real YouTuber's guitar being sent to me. I can't wait. You're like a kid in the candy store. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And um, it, as, as soon as I saw the uh, the guitar being shipped by <laughs> the guy himself as YouTuber um, Barry's Alive, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I was crying as soon as I saw that. I got into tears of joy. And he signed the guitar as well from the top, no, from the bottom of the guitar as well. Yeah, you're going to have to display this one. I'm going to send you the video when he first posted about the pre-order of, of the Legatory guitar. No, but I'm, say, I'm saying that you should, I, I'm saying that you should display the guitar. That guitar is going to, oh, yeah. that guitar is going to be worth money someday. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna play it. As soon as it arrives here, it's gonna be up in the wall inside inside of a yeah, glass. That, that guitar like that can't just be lying around. That would that would be disrespectful if it just if we're just lying around somewhere. Like for example, it, like if we ever went to a Dimo Borgir concert and I got the guitar from him and he signed it, oh, it's gonna be definitely on display, and I'm gonna sell it to the um, Hard Rock Cafe and. They're gonna give me a lot of money for it. Hell yeah. But here's my question yeah. to you, Simon. Do you know the trench the, the trench leather jacket that I mean the trench leather coat yeah. that you have, right? Okay. If you were famous enough and you had a bunch of a bunch of more trench coats that are exactly like that, but in an upgraded style, would you put the would you put the first yeah. one that you have yeah, up I to display? Yeah. Really? Well, shit. It's like an honorable, you know, uh, memory that people saw when you first came out as a fame. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I would. You know, honestly, if you're not wearing it anymore, why? Why would why not if you're not wearing yeah. it anymore? You know, like Zach Wild, he displayed his Gibson guitar in the Guitar Center Times Square, by the way, and it's inside of a glass, which I couldn't believe. Triple H from uh, from WWE displayed his old um, outfit that he used to wear back in the days, and it's on WrestleMania Access inside of a glass. Wow. Because I was in WrestleMania Access, dude, with uh, my friend Janet and this guy named Stewie. That's her boyfriend. I went over there and I paid for the ticket of my own and blah, blah, blah. And oh, my God, dude, I legitimately was just in shock. I couldn't even I couldn't even see the, the outfit itself. That's how excited oh, I was. Yeah. And then from there and then after the WrestleMania Access, I went to Guitar Center in, in upstate New York. With, with of course my car before the coronavirus started so i went for a trip over there and blah blah, blah. and um i went to guitar center over there you, you can't like oh my god i can't even say because that's how excited i got and i started crying at, afterwards you're not going to believe which guitar was on display inside of a glass at guitar center which in upstate new york the the real dime bag daryl from pantera's oh, yeah. guitar that's a good guitar that's a nice guitar too. I asked the people, I, I literally asked the general manager, is this the real Dimebag Daryl Dean Washburn guitar that, that was from Pantera? It was like, yep, it was signed by him back in the days, and no one can 
be allowed to touch it un uh, unless the Pantera artist as the lead singer can touch it and sign it. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I see. And but and then the guy was like, but we have copies of uh, of the uh, Dime Darrow guitar. So I'm like, really? Where? So they're like, come here, I'll show you. Shows me, and there's like the same guitar, but on the copied version. And I'm like, man, if only I can play the real one one yeah. day. Because, you know, that's how that, that's how bad I wanted to play it. But then I'm like, let me not be disrespectful. Because, you know, Dimebag Daryl's in heaven right now. He's dead. And let's give him respect, yeah. you know? And, and then on top of that, um, also, there is also another display that I saw at the Hard Rock Cafe in Times Square as well. I saw Slash's real shirt, my godfather's real shirt, in the glass along with his guitar that he used to use back in the day, which is a gold top Les Paul Gibson guitar. And I'm sitting here just like not surprised because, you know, Slash is very, very famous, like more famous than any other guitar player out there. Yeah. <clears throat> um, also, I was going to ask you, you watch horror movies, right? Like Amityville to yeah. the Possession and everything? I have actually, yeah. I, there was one on the TV earlier too. Okay. Um, are you familiar with this actor from a horror movie called Amityville to the Possession named Rutanya? Uh, no, I, I haven't seen it. If I ever seen it, I haven't seen it in a long time. So, Okay, because you're not going to believe it, but I have her on Facebook, and it's the real her. She, she was live earlier. Rutanya Alda? lives in New York right now, officially in, in uptown Manhattan. Oh, wow. Legit lives. She lives, she legit lives in Washington Heights. Yeah, man. I think it's time for our next topic to now. Uh, it's now it's 20, but, um, but third topic, let's talk about, let, let, let's talk about how, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Okay, so third topic would be how people get big in horror films. Now, let's talk about how you and I had our first film from your film team when you were in school that time, and it was extremely great. It, 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 we were filming this at your dad's house. Oh, yeah. Wait, so are you talking, which one are you talking about? When I when, when do you remember when I was at when I was doing a scene in the horror film, uh, me 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 singing a little bit, and then from there I started yelling at the ending yeah. of the film. Let's talk about that for a second, because, you know, my first my very first film was you guys filming me at in a horror film, and we, it's a horror film. We it's tried not just to me, do, but, you, but it didn't end as well as I thought. But it was a it was an attempt. One. Yeah, yeah, and you know, um, it was me, your sister, and everyone else, blah blah blah. But anyways, um, moving on to an, uh, another subject during the third topic. How's uh, how was your day today? You know, just tiring. Every, you know, all days are tiring now. You know, and I think at this point, everybody is starting to feel this thing yep um, my my day was uh, was very tiring today because you know i had to wake up at seven in the morning to substitute a guitar class that the teacher couldn't come and assist due to the due to him being sick from mm. a cold so so i had to do three shifts one in the morning Legit, legit. Yesterday, now that it's morning, yesterday morning I had to do from seven to nine, and then after that I had to do the rest of my two shifts that I did with two guitar classes from, um, from twelve to six in the evening yesterday, and I'm sitting here like, finally I'm free. I get to rest and I get to talk to my lovely, lovely girlfriend, and I get to. Um, be with my husky 
and because you know i was i was legit dying to like you know spend time with my uh, w- with my pets and watch a movie together with my pets um of course with my dog that's my husky and me and him uh me and him sleep together all the time and he's right now on my bed just resting his his ass off and i don't even have enough space that's how big he is Yeah, puskies get big. They're big because they need to pull. These they are. I use to pull sleds. Yeah, um, but right now my husky is laying on my foot. Legit laying his head on my foot. Oh, I like I like big dogs. They give the sloppiest kisses. Oh my, I I love that too. But at the same time, I don't want my makeup being smeared. <laughs> I said at the same time, I love it too. But at the same time, I I don't want my makeup to be messed up or yeah. smeared. Guys, um, you know my husky gets really excited, like crazy excited, starts running around the house like a freaking horse. Every time I come home from work at the time, well before the coronavirus started, and and I'm like I'm like hi boo. And then, and then he starts going crazy, running and jumping around and, and shit, and goes into the couch and starts going back and forth, like left and right. Does he does he have these though? Does he have these big black rings around his around his eyes, like a lot of huskies do? Yeah. Yes, he does. Uh, why? Oh yeah. Okay. 62? Okay. That was just my sister. Close my door, please. Hello. It's, I'm doing a podcast. Close my door, please. You know. But anyway, so. Anyways, so back to where I was. Um, my Husky... Um, give sloppy kisses and he goes like left and right, like jumping in a couch and everything. And and I'm sitting here like, Blue, what are you doing? So he's, he starts sitting down on the couch and everything and he's like acting like a good boy. And I'm like, you didn't have to do that, but okay, good boy. So so I sit next to the couch with him and, and he starts um, and he starts getting his two arms and hugs my neck and everything. And I'm like, ah, I love you too. Yeah. Dogs are, dogs are perfect. It's, it's very loving. Oh yeah, and, and like you know, my my husky is very loving, and it's my federal service dog, by the way, because you know, because of my mm. um, anxieties that I have, and um and, and so and so on top of that, my husky always um sleeps with me in in the bed at night whenever I'm going to bed and and stuff. So usually I always go to bed around like two or three in the morning. Mm. My my dog watches me like if he's my security yeah. guard, pretty much. <laughs> like uh, also, on um, speaking of which, another cute pet that we love seeing a lot, and it's a white cat. It's oh, Mister Eyes mean, cat. You mean, um, Nicholas. Yeah, I I I love Nicholas because he reminds me so much of my oh, husky. Nicholas Nicholas is adorable. Yeah, he's very he's very friendly very loving as well he he gets playful sometimes well actually all the time and you know uh, every time i come to mr i's house and i'm like i'm like nicholas so he so he comes in and meows at me and i'm like i <laughs> i mean you seen that happen while yeah. you and i were at mr i's house and um and also funniest incidents as well oh my all the pranks, man. All the pranks. Let's just put it that way. All the pranks. Oh my god. Once when when we're done here, I hope people realize we're gonna start posting prank videos too. Uh. We're gonna start posting actual <laughs> prank videos. We tried to before, but some of us took it too seriously. You Why? Did. Yeah. Me? It was, it was, it was, I don't it remember was, that. Was, Wait, it was, remind it was me. This Ian Lockin prank. 
Oh, well, I, I wasn't in the mood that time, and I was extremely <laughs> tired. Extremely angry, too. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was, because, you know, because, you know, Mr. I didn't, Mr. I didn't want to accept that I was extremely tired and I wasn't in the mood. And, you know, Mr. What was going on outside the, uh, outside the room while you were sleeping? Yeah, I I heard it all the way. Mr. I go like, get up! Wake up! Yeah, I heard it all the way. And and I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here like, oh my god, these ridiculous ass motherfuckers. When you couldn't open the door. I'm like, what the fuck? So... So then, so then from there, I almost <laughs> broke the door down. You were hitting it with a freaking bike lock. No, actually, I was hitting it with my foot, <laughs> my right and left foot. And uh, I legit left a hole in the um, in the door as well. That's you how strong my feet are. In the door. Uh, when last time I checked, you know. They, 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 it seems like someone has not been paying attention, well, like, huh? We would have seen the hole in the door if we. No, I mean like the door cracked a little to the point to where oh. it's gonna draw a hole. Yeah, so that's why I said someone maybe, hasn't been maybe. paying attention enough. Maybe. But anyways, maybe. But anyways, um, also another incident as well where you and I and Mr. I were joking about Mr. W at that time at your house and Mr. W was like <laughs> <"That's enough!" enough! laughs> <laughs> so so the next so the next incident was was with um Levi I, excuse me Mr. W um Mr. W was at the um, Queen Center Park at that time, and we and it was during the film as well. This guy comes up and and goes like da 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 da, da and please forgive me, I, I don't mean to do. I know you guys are Jewish and whatever, blah blah. So the next thing you know, it went from being apologetic to a nightmare anger issue. And then Mr. W was like, yeah! "Oh my god, yeah!" Like he freaked out on a, on an active film set. Yeah, he literally did. And I'm sitting here like, this guy literally had to, for real. That's why he was going like the way he was. Levi has major issues, and I think... Let's be real. Um, and and of course, w. just to correct you, Mr. W. But anyways, um, we oftenly don't invite Mr. W as much as we used to anymore because he has, he has major issues. And let's be real, we don't trust him as yeah. much as we used to. Because, you know, he said, supposedly, that he promises to work on his problems, well, and he never it was does. Really, to me, for me, it was really that he didn't practice double kick. No, no, no. It, I mean, like, his general attitudes that he's uh, on his issues. Yeah, he definitely... On his, men on here's, here's his uh, mental state. We have to understand during this plague we find ourselves in is that we need to understand how to care for one another despite disagreeing on what they are doing or how they feel or how they think. You know, people are so keen on attacking each other that they make it difficult for everybody, anyone to care. Right. Oh, and also, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a very funny yeah. question about Mr. W. Doesn't doesn't he look like the uh, the he werewolf does. version of he Jesus does. Christ? He does. We pranked him <laughs> with that one time too. We pranked him at the beach. Oh we God! Him at the beach well, what was his too? Yeah. So. <laughs> And then, Nothing, and then what happened you, afterwards? I just had Ian run up and say, "The second coming of Christ has is upon us." <laughs> oh my! Uh, that was the 
oh wow this is the funniest thing i ever heard um because uh, when it comes to mr w getting so mad it was there was this one time when you and i were when you and i and fabio at that time mr f excuse me when mr f was was joking to Romy. We were all laughing at Levi and, and excuse me, Mr. W. And the next thing you know, he was like, "You know what?" He was like, "You know what, Simon? I've had enough of all of you trying to joke that far for me, and Dude, I'm going so home." Mad. Like he gets legit mad. So like, so like, legit, he walked out the door and everything, and didn't even dare to go outside. Yeah, he's he is. Remember that? That Mr. W has the temper of a werewolf for sure. Not just that, um, more <laughs> like the angry grandpa. If he if he gained five hundred pounds and then <laughs> and then Get you know maybe <laughs> and shaved his head, then no. yeah, he'd be angry. Oh boy, angry grandpa. Oh, how the how the years have gone. Angry elderly Listen, um, yeah. Let's just put it in a more funnier way. Um, angry were- angry werewolf at age um seventy. We might film that one day. Actually, <laughs> we might actually film that one day. Angry huh? angry wolf man or angry werewolf. Angry Actually, Wolfman, yeah. Angry Wolfman. Oh God, yeah. we're gonna be so old at that time. But we're still, we're still gonna be active. I have a feeling. Oh yeah, we're still gonna be active. I know. But anyways, um, I got a really good question, Simone. Have you ever visited the Amity, the real Amityville Horror House in in Long Island, um, Amityville? Maybe. I don't, I don't remember. Oh my! A lot of a, a lot of people have been questioning, like, is the house really haunted? Mm. Is it really haunted, though? I mean, yeah, because I find it very hard to believe that there's spirits supposedly in that house that will legit turn you into a different person and have you get get an exorcism mm. from a freaking priest or whatever. There's a reason why they're not letting people in. Yeah. You think so? Well, let's put it this way. How come? You know, why wouldn't they let people in if there wasn't a reason for it to be closed off? Um, or, or if the person has no business being It's not, even, it's not even just that. Like, I mean, that's, that's a reason, but it's not a good enough reason. Um, the reason seems to be that maybe maybe it is haunted in some way, and I do believe ghosts are real, you know. So, so maybe it is mm-hmm. haunted. We never we don't know. You know, we should operate on the idea. Were the stories told about it true, or weren't they? Okay, because um, I'm going to tell you the whole story um, of how this house became haunted. So a, a woman that was into witchcraft violated the Indians' laws uh, on, on, a, uh, on the intercourse to where, it, to where the house is buried on, uh, to where the house is built on an ancient burial ground. And it was desecrated by the people who have no right to live yeah, there. You no, know, honestly, that's why you don't build on an Indian burial ground or a pet cemetery. Matter. You know, either way, you're going to be fucked right. up. Right. With that, we will end tonight, today, everybody. Uh, thank you for viewing. We'll catch you next time. I am for now. I am Simon B. Ziff and my co-host. I am. And we are out. And I am Brianna Living.